Can you hear me? Well, we don't have headphones, so I don't know. But the well, le- can the you level- see my levels? Or are they too high, too low? I think in conversation volume, I think we'll be fine. Perfect. Well, this is the irrelevant and illiterate Patreon feed, and and uh, I'm here with number one guest uh, Murrow, and we just saw the Phillies' funniest competition. A cavalcade of comedians. Is it a competition? I think it's a competition, showcase or something. But according to the website, it's kind of set up like a tournament bracket. That's what I, it is. Yeah, I think, it is uh, a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top three, I guess, move on to the next rounds. Mm-hmm. Every night they do it. They've done it Monday and Tuesday for the last couple weeks in a row, and I was invited out this evening because friend of the show, former guest uh, Mac Romanowski, did a spot. In the competition, and we'll be getting to that shortly because, for the like, I've never seen a comedy competition before. Me, same, me neither. And I was like, I wonder how they're going to score it. And they left it up to the audience. They gave us pieces of paper with lineup on it, and it was actually in order too, which was helpful because I couldn't always hear. But the the grading scale was based on the audience score so i guess that's the most fair per se and um they when they explained how to grade it i almost remember the spiel she said the the host abby something or other i wish i could remember her fucking yeah, last she name was really funny and i only caught her first name her last name i kind of didn't hear very well over the crowd noise the crowd noise applause pa like it was all it was just a allowed like a cacophony if you will <laughs> but she was really funny and I um oh well she said uh we're, we're, we're basing she said if you don't know how to score these base your scores off of originality which I said eh, for sure yeah. um audience response and there was one more thing I think it was like oh stage presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't believe I just remembered all of those things. But largely I mean everybody came to play, I guess. Yeah, I would say all 10 comics were definitely in their element. I wouldn't say anyone like totally ate shit. I mean there some were better than others, I I got to say. I think at least 9 comics which I'll get to. Okay. You might have this similar notes to me then. Yeah. I'm just I, trying I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Fuck fuck these people. I mean unless they subscribe to the Patreon in which case friend of the show. What Patreon is that, Tom? This one. So Oh right, so yeah, they're already subscribed <laughs> if they're watching this. I can't even do a plug right. Fuck me. If you, don't this isn't what you do, so don't worry about it. But if you haven't heard us and somehow you're hearing this, it's this Patreon, the exact one that you you just found. Welcome. Do you want to just go in like in set or uh, uh, comic order? Sorry, I'm distracted by this girl being overpowered by her dog right now. That's a cute little Australian yeah, a cute shepherd. Little pooch too, yeah. Is that a boy girl? I can't tell. Too fluffy. There's a lot of those walking around. We're we're parked right around the corner from Helium. We're in uh, Rittenhouse. Yeah. Uh, so we're seeing a lot of designer dogs. Yes. There's one right there. One, a little. Oh, look at that little guy. Little fl- um, uh, curly haired white one with the shit in its eyes. One of those guys. 
a couple few blocks ago, I seen a girl walking like a tall poodle-looking dog. Mm. That was cute. She looked like a dog walker. Lots of poodles and doodles and all kinds of oodles in this area. Yeah. Luckily, no oogles. Mm. Yet. Yeah, give it time. Yeah. Uh, Lots of trust fund punks and living in their high-rises. And trust punks. <laughs> we do have a sex toy shop across the street. That's what's up. Yeah. Trying to, trying Shout out to the pleasure chest. Yeah, please sponsor the show. I'll read... I'll I'll read an ad for the pleasure chest at the opening and close at every, of every show. All right, do that shit for if free. they want, or the psychic next do it door. For the love of the game, Tom. True, never been, but looking forward to it. Well, they they had uh, obviously Abby. What's her name? Was the host? I'll find out later what her real name was. Yeah, she was great. She definitely deserves her props. So uh, once she, you learn her real name, we gotta pump her up. She mentioned that she won this contest last year. Or yeah. the year before, or something, and she was the I, first. She just, she just said the last time, so that could be like, a year ago. That could be shorter time than that. I don't know. I don't know how many, how often they do it. I feel like this must be like an annual thing, but yeah, I would, I would assume that it's every year. She was the first girl to ever win it, so that that got a nice audience response. Good for her. And I'll just let's just go in, in order of, of lineup. It started with a young man. Uh, Z Moten, I believe was his name. Yes, the gentleman with the Miami so, Heat jersey. Who who was that on the jersey? Jimmy Butler. What's the significance of Jimmy Butler as a non-sporto? He's a player for the Miami Heat, and they're in the finals right now. Okay. Um, he had a brief tenure on the 76ers. Ah. Should have stayed with the 76ers, but there was a whole bunch of drama that I won't bore you with because this isn't a sports podcast. Not yet. Um, yeah. Hence, uh, I guess, hence him rocking it in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, I've I've worked out all my frustration over that whole incident. I'm not going to bore you with that. <clears throat> but um, let's see what what were my notes. I said he looked pretty comfortable on stage. He was like half physical. Like he yeah, that was that was my like high for him. Like I, I had highs and lows for pretty much everybody. Yeah, my high for him was that he definitely looked like. He was comfortable up there. He, he, you know, he moved around stage pretty confidently. Um, he seemed to have a good rapport with the audience. Like he didn't mind talking to the audience and doing like some light crowd work. Looked relaxed. Yeah, comfortable, very comfortable. And I saw. I said he had great. Uh, he had some great punchlines, but this like not that it's bad, but he it's not. Comfort definitely is the name I would the main adjective for this set because he took his time in the setups and I didn't hate that like he was he, he's either okay with a little bit of silence or he or he like maybe he wants to get like more response or something but uh, I enjoyed it yeah he was decent um, I feel like the the target versus Walmart joke could be worked out a little bit more and be way better than it was uh i didn't expect it to go there so i agree i think it's a punchline worth working on i think it's something that's that has potential so yeah there's it was a good closing joke yeah i just feel like there's a lot more to be had there and i think he's just kind of working it out so you know yeah there's there's meat on the bone there it was funny i definitely didn't expect it but in in reference, like his punchline was like Target versus Walmart. He he tied it into like a Crips versus Blood thing, and I'll I'll just leave it at that, I guess. But I liked I what uh, what I placed him fourth. 
Oh, I didn't place anybody. Sorry. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do any. That's all right. Any rank? Any power rankings? So, so you don't listen to instructions, is what you're saying? I don't read instructions. <laughs> I guess I listen if they're taught. If they're told to me, but she said it. She yeah. said this has to be filled out. <laughs> in, Fuck me, right? In full. <laughs> that means to the end. I knew I wasn't turning it in, so that's why I didn't do it. Fair. Totally fair. Well, I ranked him fourth out of ten. I guess that's probably around where I would have him, yeah. Because right around, right around the middle. Mainly because I enjoy laid back style. Yeah. On stage, like I obviously I like I like joke 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 like punch 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 people too, but those are my favorite to watch. And then after him was the the ringer of the show, Drew Montana. Yep. Of I think he's on Deer uh, Do Rag and the Deer Dag with uh, with Naeem Ali. I think he's on that show with a. Anyway, anyway, he's he's on podcasts. He's from here. Uh, I mean, it was my introduction to him. So he had well right away. He had a huge pop when they said Drew Montana, and so everybody knew who he was. And he had, I thought, the most well-crafted jokes. Yeah. It sounded like he has worked on his set the most. Yeah, it was the tightest of the material tonight. And as... uh, The most worked out. mm Mm-hmm. And as, like, a... Like I myself, I'm trying to pay attention to local Philadelphia comedy because it's our closest or my closest scene, if you will, in Delaware. And I would like some good guests on our podcast, so I'm trying to make my I'm trying to make my face known in the. I am totally distracted by this shirtless man, covered in sweat. Holy shit, he's fucking ripped. Ripped to shreds. He just left a workout or something. One hand is wrapped up, not the other. Oh, that must be the shirt that he was wearing. Right, right. I see. It all makes sense. Full pants. Maybe. For you, man. Yeah. Looks like a Greek god. Good for that guy. What was I saying? Drew Montana. Local comedy. Anyway. I'm trying to I'm trying to be a face in the crowd. So I'm paying attention to lineups of local shows, and he's on a lot of local shit all the time. So that makes sense that he's okay. the most like sharpened, if you will. Uh, I ranked him first. Yeah, I, I I I like didn't want to because he's just the he was obviously the favorite. Like yeah, the, I hate the, to do it, but I mean he was he was the clear winner. He was out of, out of the bunch. He was number like there's there's no getting around it. He was the funniest. I mean the one the, the threesome Comcast triple play joke fucking killed me. That did me in too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know, like. All we've ever had is internet and cable. Internet and cable. It's nice to have the house phone still. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that joke. Yeah, great joke. What else did you have for just that one? Um, yeah, that's all I had in in my notes. But I mean, I remembered. I'm trying to think what else I remembered from his set. Um, your recall is way better than mine. Come on, man. Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. I'm not going to remember. Yeah, it'll come to you, I guess. Off pod. But yeah, he was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Far, like it was. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. It was, it was him, and then everybody else competing for second. Yeah. Sad, sadly, it just yeah, was was what it was. And then let's see. That brings us to third. 
or third third in the lineup, uh, Mac, Mac Romanowski. Yeah, the set I was obviously looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you ahead of time when we were getting seated that uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed your guys' episode with Mac. I had never even heard of him before your guys' episode, and I was really really excited by how funny he was and how much I was looking forward to seeing him do his uh, do his thing tonight. In my opinion, I think it's your funniest episode. Just because I think he was a natural sitting with you guys and He's you guys, a, yeah, you guys just shooting the shit for two hours. He is one of the silliest, funniest people I've met. And known. I, I know there's a big difference between that and getting up on stage and you know working your craft that way. But I was pretty confident that he was uh, going to bring it, mm-hmm. and he definitely did. He sure did. I mean, I I thought he was killing until he got cut off, which is just unfortunate. You know, mm-hmm. no fault of his. Um, I'm sure he could have gone on for another five minutes and probably had way more confidence closing out that set. Probably because knowing Mac and the, like the scene that he comes from in Richmond, he's he he did a lot of bar shows down there and he hosted shows at Sandman a lot. Um, and and I think I don't know if he did Funny Bone or not. I don't remember if there's a Funny Bone in Richmond anymore, but. He did. Um, he's used to like a ten-minute spot, so maybe that had something to do with it. Like he was, he was comfy in that like five minutes. But he, if if only he would have just lost that last chunk of that last joke, yeah, he would have been I, right on time. Yeah, I felt really bad. Um, I mean, all of his material was great. I don't yeah. think there was. I don't think there was like any fat on his set. Which makes it even worse that he got cut off because it was probably going to be a nice payoff that we didn't get to, you know, have the pleasure of hearing. Um, the hourism joke got me. Um, his whole bit about being proposed to was great, and I feel like there was a lot more to come that we just didn't get to hear. Um, <laughs> I mean, his opening was great. His opening was fantastic. Yeah, um, I mean, all in all, like it was the set that I would have liked to hear more of. Um, he did exactly the right amount of local material to yeah. open to. He had, I, my first note was that he had a strong as fuck opening. Yeah, and that's what got me really excited. And then, you know, things th- happen. Th- they have to keep it in such a tight time frame. It just sucks that there's, you know, these extra rules and guidelines you got to stick to for a competition like this. On the other hand, or the other side, it is a competition. You got to pay attention. Yeah. I guess it be is sharp. what it is in that regard, but I mean, I still think, aside from Drew Montana, he had the best material, material-wise, second absolutely. best material of the night, and you know, it just sucks that uh, you know, bylaws got to him tonight. I was trying not to be too partial because he's my friend, but he really like all of that material that he did is all real personal experience like none of that is made up like the story about his his proposal is totally true like i I wasn't there but i was present for it like via text and obviously mel is his fiance's best friend so i i know all of this stuff like on a personal level and i was just i was so proud to see him up there i ranked him third okay third third of the night yeah probably second for me I mean that's where I, I mean I I laugh the hardest for him. Mm. So yeah, probably, probably second. He had some 
Yeah, he had some fucking killer jokes. After him, though, here's where it takes a little bit of a turn, was Keir Williams. Yeah, this one was rough. It was getting on. It was getting. It was appro- It was. It was approaching the rough side of things, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh. my my first note was he's kind of too quick. He he was he was trying, he was trying to get too much joke in, like too much setup in. Yeah, I mean, as a as a teacher, I know what it's like to be under the gun with Nervous. like a time limit when you're doing your public speaking. Mm-hmm. So when like whether you're looking at a clock or whether you just feel like your inner alarm clock like about to go off, you can feel that pressure, and it affects you know the quality of your speech. It affects your timing. You know, it affects your confidence and all those things you know, start to chip away at your public speaking ability, obviously. So obviously as a stand up comic it probably completely tears you down in front of a live audience, which makes it even worse. I just had a, a brief exchange sorry to cut you off with the uh the PPA agent doing doing the Lord's work out here. Fucking assholes. He he said or what from what I gathered he scanned my plate and he said, I see you uh Whatever, whatever, and I was—I just gave him a nod, like "gotcha," whatever, Gestapo. Dickhead. Get a life. I'm sorry. What did you say last? Um, because his material wasn't bad. Like some, no. like it, the whole like, like still getting pregnant with a vasectomy, being like using a Bluetooth device. That was pretty funny. That shit was pretty funny. Like there could be something like, there. Like oh, AirPods. Like the wire's not there, but they still work. Like. These are all jokes that could be worked out and be funny, but I just don't think he has the delivery for it. Yet. No, you're right. Maybe the, the delivery is what he needs to work on, not so much the material. You're so right. The nerves were fucking with his delivery big yeah. time. And I mean, I I empathize with that because that shit happens to me all the fucking time. So yeah. I can't even be mad at him for that. I think if I was up there, it would happen to me. I think. I, I know it would happen to me. Uh, <sighs> I can talk to middle school kids all day, but the second I'm in front of adults, I feel like I'm fucking handicapped. I just pretend that they're children. Like wish, I wish it were that easy. I, uh, I, I, it, it is easy for me to sit here and say, like, not standing up there. Again, we're simply downloading our our listeners of our experience of this show. I don't want to fucking overly critique these comics because I'm not a comic. Will never be a comic, but yeah, I, I need to preface all of my notes with I could never do what they did tonight. Maybe with like hours upon hours upon hours of practice, maybe I could work up the courage to do it. But I'm not at that level. No, even at what these people were doing tonight. So I mean, props to all of them. Mm-hmm. Let's see. My other note for him. Let's see. Kind of too quick. Oh, uh, he just yeah, he just needs to let his jokes breathe a little bit cuz his material is there. Yeah. If he would have made like a back to the bluetooth thing, if he would have made a bump bum or what's the sound that AirPods make? Boring <laughs> when you connect them. <laughs> that would have killed me. Cuz he made some other sound. Well, let's see. Fifth was Oh, I ranked him 7th. Okay. 7th yeah. out of 10. Because of, at That's first fair. Uh, like you, like we said, he was a little rough to start, but I, I did not let that take away from who was coming up because <laughs> there was there's more. 
But fifth was Maeve Hennessy. Yes. Never seen her name before. Never seen her face before. Uh, I'm really fucking tired of the dating premise. But I guess it's such a relevant thing to people in our age range. Like it's a good icebreaker for you know when you're trying to warm up the crowd. I guess like it's, well, yeah. I I also like I don't I don't want to say it's low hanging fruit, but it kind of is. But I I I I I think about this when I see comics do premises like that because we are comedy fans. This is the shit that we listen to and absorb and think about and critique on a daily basis weekly basis if not that and 95 or more percent of crowds are just gen pop people Mm -hmm. and like you said great icebreaker and it's relevant to a lot of people's life experience so so what my note was what's important is like where you where you go from there mm. like it's fine if you use it as a stepping stone but where are you taking it right so my note was uh, she even made the tired dating jokes, uh, tired dating premise, pretty funny. Yeah, and uh, uh, her her physical jokes were hilarious. Yeah, her her whole like the whole like being naked with another person, like all the like poses she was doing <sighs> were cracking me up. So, like normally that shit doesn't do anything for me, but she she nailed it. No, she was good. She was very funny. She was another one that had a pretty tight set. Like there wasn't yeah, really any yeah. hiccups in her set. Um, and spoiler alert. Uh, she she ranked at the end. I don't yeah, know. I did. don't. I don't know. I don't remember if she was third or second, but she was in the top three. I think she was third. I believe. Sorry, if, sorry so. if I got that wrong. She was third or second. Well, when she subscribes to the Patreon, she can correct us later. Correct. But until then, fuck it. You know. Um, I'd like to see her again. Honestly, uh, I rated her fifth. Yeah, I would have had her fourth or fifth. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. Um, Directly in the middle. Um, her porn titles joke made me laugh. Uh, her whole truth or dare. Truth or dare was, was great. Free. Yeah, that that part was funny. Wasn't it the closer? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was a great good. closer. It was good. She was she was awesome. Maeve Hennessy, and then after her was Thomas Patrick, the skinny little like redheaded redhead blonde whatever guy with the red hat. I'm gay. But I would, I might still have sex with a woman. But what if I'm good at it? <laughs> <laughs> that I think probably that, the joke of the night for me. Uh, yeah, that joke got me good. <laughs> All of them really like. I, I like that dude a lot. Having to come out twice to his mom. <laughs> hey, so actually, <laughs> the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe not the the tightest set. Maybe not the best stage presence. But as far as like standalone jokes, I feel like his were the best. Yeah, like. Straight up, he 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 made he made me laugh just as hard as Mac did. Yeah, and I I got up for a piss break later, and I ran into him in the hallway, and I like I tapped him I was like, "Yo, that was a great set. You're funny as shit." And mine, let's see. Yeah, really. Um, good. He really turned it around in the second half of the set. Yep. Like the first, like the opening, and like the. The setup of the the initial setup was like kind of slow, but well, he was ramping up the whole time. He didn't yes. have any peaks or valleys. He just continuously worked up. up. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, and it's the way to be. He had really funny gay jokes. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel like I've heard them all, and then I'm proven wrong by a gay person. So, <laughs> especially he was funny. I ranked him second personally. I put him over Mac just because of his like completion. I would rank him under Mac just because Mac had a better stage presence. Mac does have sp- his presence, and Patrick was a little, I guess, a little awkward. But you know, I guess it comes maybe with maybe that worked in his favor. I don't know. I think so. I feel like if he were seamless in it with his delivery, maybe the jokes wouldn't have been as funny. Who Dude, knows? Junior Soprano and uh, uh, fucking goddamn, what's his name? Carmine just got or Carmine Senior just got Carmine Lupitazzi Oof, just got out of the car. Uh, yeah, I ranked him second, and then let's see. That's more than more than half of the of yeah, the that, lineup. That was, that was more than halfway through. Next was Rob Gibson. He came out making a Sinbad reference, <laughs> which worked. Yeah, the the Sinbad joke kind of made me optimistic. Yeah, I, I thought he was gonna you know keep that energy through but, the whole set and then it I feel like he just took a nosedive. And he didn't. I uh <laughs> I appreciated his energy. That was the yeah. best part about his set was uh, that he was well like he said. had he had the confidence of a really strong comic, but there were no jokes there. It was just kind of like a hodgepodge of him pretending he was in prison and Yeah, that no real payoff. Like I get if you want to like mislead people. Yeah, I, and get, then but, like drop a really great punchline that yeah. that you know pays off, but there was nothing there. It was just all like build up and yeah. If, if you're gonna give me a misdirect, give me a misdirect. Yeah. My note was lots of setup, not many punchlines, potentially entertaining, because I guess that that carried ac- or his energy carried across. He had great presence, but no jokes. It was all set up, and it was kind of conf- like you said. It was kind of confusing. Yeah. Maybe I'm dumb, but I mean, I I know I'm dumb, but and like again, you see potential because he has the personality. Yes. To command a lot of respect from an audience, but you know, no jokes. <laughs> all all set up, no punch. All I was, snake, no sizzle. Or yeah. What is it? The other way around. All sizzle. Now I ranked him uh, eighth. Yeah, he's pretty low. Def- definitely the lower half. Um, I would have. I would have really liked if he would have leaned into the Sinbad thing. Just no. Maybe I don't really care. Actually, <laughs> maybe if he wore some Zubaz pants. Or yeah, something. he looked good. Big green shirt. Let's see. Uh, third from or third from last was Jacoby. Jacoby or Jacoby. Uh. Let me preface this by saying he said this. It was his very first time performing ever. Now, when he said that, I was like, is he lying? Like, or is it truly like he never even did an open mic before? I couldn't tell. It didn't seem like he was joking about that. Uh, his, his lack of uh, uh, comfort for lack of a better word, kind of showed that. Um, why he would go with one name, I don't know. <laughs> Especially being, I mean, uh, for all intents and purposes, a nobody yeah. in the world of comedy, especially your first time ever. But then again, if he was funny enough, he could have made that work. Yeah, the whatever. One, the one name. 
but I've I've tolerated sillier names for you know other reasons, music, comedy, just art in general. So uh what the fuck's his name? Call yourself whatever. I mean, a comic who I love is Bruce Bruce. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty goofy name. It's or uh who's who else? Morgue meat. <laughs> I said first set and it shows. Um he st- uh he started a joke. Oh, this is when I went. He started a joke, I went for a pee break, and I came back and he was still telling it. Is this the circumcised grandma joke? I think so. Yeah. Another another joke with potential, but he just kind of... He beat it up. He, yeah, he stayed on it too long. He punched it too much. Yeah. But Which, if it's your first time doing stand-up and you're not lying to us, then... You gotta learn. Yeah. You gotta... You, 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 gotta, you gotta pass for that, but it's yeah. something you need to work on. Yeah, for sure. That that joke definitely has something something there. Yeah. Like, That's the thing. The, the first reference he made to it made me laugh. And then he kind of hung around it. Did you notice how he snuck it in, too? Yeah. The, like, when uh, he, I, th- I think he announced himself as Jacoby, or maybe the host did, but when he referred to his grandmother or somebody said Jacoby, and I was like, I, I see what you're doing there. That's funny. So he's not, he's not unfunny. He's just not, he's not any good yet. But hey, if it's if it's his first set, I mean, fine. Better than I would have done. Better than me. <laughs> He's better than me, and he has one hundred percent more stage time than I did d- right. do. But I still I ranked him last. Like to be completely fair, and let me see. I don't really have much more to say about that guy, but hope he sticks with it. Yeah, I I would like to see that grandma joke worked out because it was good. Agreed. What the? F- How do you say his fucking name? Alban Gemma. I Close think. enough. Alban Zima. <laughs> maybe maybe she did say Zima, but then he's not a bubbly. He, he's not a bubbly um, bottled drink from the nineties though. He was a unfunny Greek guy. Yeah, this to me this one was painful. This one was tough. I uh, I and like it sucks because he's another one who had a really good stage presence and like yes. I wanted to like him. Me too. Like he was a very likable guy, like from the rip. So I was hoping that there was going to be some kind of payoff, and there just wasn't. Nah. And you know the the Aquaman versus Swamp thing. Story, there's something there. There's something there, but he doesn't have it. Nah. There's there's a joke in there somewhere. He just hasn't found it. If that joke was cut in about half, and punched up a little better that'd be a great joke yeah he he could do something with that but he's not doing it yet nah. um again like awesome stage presence great stage and, presence. and you know i i really wanted to like him i was rooting for him but i i couldn't couldn't really laugh at this one Mm-mm. i said sorry i said any jokes dun, 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 <laughs> dun, 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 question mark and I called him a Greek unfunny Wyatt because mm. he looked he looked just like him in a in a weird like facial hair way I guess. But then again, Wyatt's off the facial hair again already. So what the fuck am I saying? I ranked him ninth. Yeah, I I would have probably ranked him last under Jacoby, mm. but it being Jacoby's first night out, I guess you're right. Uh, but then again, 
that that guy Albon could have two sets under his belt rather than just one. So yeah, who knows? I guess he didn't publicize how many sets he had. So no, who knows? Uh, he did. He had some material there, but just again, just another one. Just yeah, needs not some, there yet. Simply needs some work. That's all. And let's see, the closer. Uh, Drew Pabsky. Pabsky. Um, I wanted fellow to, secondary ed teacher. So shout out to him. I wanted to like him right away. He had a great opening. Yeah, he had a great opening. Another good presence. Yeah, projected presence. his voice really well. You can you, tell he's a teacher. You tell he's a teacher. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but I feel like this is what would happen to me if I went up there and and tried this. Like mm. I would have. The voice projection down. I would, uh, you know, be able to present myself well, but some of my jokes would just fall flat, and I wouldn't be able to recover. Which is where I feel what happened to him mm. uh, when he talked about the difference between the two kids that he would take a bullet for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and kind of got into some some light pedophilia humor. <laughs> yeah, that was when he he, he started that's, to lose the yeah, crowd. Yeah, it's kind of when he ate his dick, and I. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> he turned it around. I'll give him that. Yeah. But it took till the very end <laughs> to turn it around. So I guess it paid off. I was rooting for him. I was. I, I wanted to like him right away, and he he said I I, I teach in a mostly black school district and I look like this. Yeah. And if you can imagine a muscular white guy who has a shaved head, yeah. It's it was it it was it worked. I loved I also loved his presence. Uh, yeah, strong start, great premise or good premises. I ranked him sixth. Yeah, he'd be in the middle. Yeah, right, right, right around the bottom of the middle. I was me. gonna rank him higher. Like I had high expectations when he came yeah. out, and then you know, he kind of just wore himself down. Happened. I think he just kind of wore himself down. Yeah. But all in all, that was worth every bit of free. <laughs> yeah, I had a good time. You know, I'm not going to shit on a fun night out. No. I'm curious as to where the competition will go from here. In fact, if the opportunity presents itself and there's more, like, not prelim, well, I guess not preliminary, but elimination-style rounds, like, with other winners, I'd probably be interested to see where some of these people stack up yeah. and see where they go. And like if I see any of these people featuring on any, you know, tickets that I find myself at over the summer or in the future, like I won't be upset. Mm-hmm. Like you see a headliner you like and somehow like maybe one of them shares it, be like, I'll be featuring yeah. for such and such comic. I would all, I would one I'd get- be excited to see like how far they've come from tonight to that day in the future that may be happening oh that's also a, this is a solid purchase of a ticket from yep. me i'd be like oh fuck yeah i'm definitely going because they were good on that show yeah that was fun yeah good times let's see we got we got a little bit more time left but D- despite um you know getting disqualified i i was really man i was really into max set I I've been wanting to see him live and for I'm, I'm, some I'm time. Not, I'm not dick riding the homies either because I don't know Mac. Right. I just think he's a really funny guy. I think he did a really great job on your guys' pod, and I was just excited to see him do his thing. And he definitely delivered. It just sucks that it didn't work out in the end. Yeah, it's just one of those I, things. That's the thing. Like 
he may not win this competition, but he's the guy I'm going to want to see more of next time he features for somebody, next time he does, you know, a set anywhere. Like, he's the guy I want to see. He better get in this competition again next year. For sure. And uh, I hope hope that he becomes, like, a regular, if you will, at, at Helium because he, like... He's only a couple few years in, but he's no slouch. Like he's he's booked, or he he had like a night at this bar, Banditos in Richmond, every like like once a month that he put together. He was totally in charge of. So like he's no slouch. He gives a shit about comedy. Yeah. And 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 now finally being able to see his material in person, I'm like he needs to be doing this. He's he, like. Like obviously, no, he's, he's really good. Off stage, he's funny enough even just to hang out with. But it's clear that he should be doing comedy. He's fucking. He's definitely funny enough. Way funnier than me. Definitely funnier than Dennis too. <laughs> oh, I guess by now the patrons have probably noticed a presence is missing from this yeah, pod. I apologize for not being as funny as Dennis. In my uh, pinch hitter role tonight, I will rescind Murrow's apology, and I'll say, not sorry that Dennis couldn't be here because he is celebrating his birthday with some pizza rolls and a Bob Lazar book, I believe. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Me that either. Sounds like a great night. Me either, but I had a comp ticket for him, and I know for a fact, even if I didn't have that, we would make it work. I would have loved to have brought him. I would have bought him a ticket for his birthday. Sure. I mean, it's a free it, ticket for him either way. Right. And it was what, all of $15 or something? Yeah, even after all the hidden dumbass fees, it was 15 bucks. <sighs> that fucking rolls. I fucking love helium. But now uh, Murrow's here pinch hitting, as he always does. I'm trying. My, my, uh, my beloved. Our our most fav our most favored regular on the show. Look at that dog pissing. Not that's by the so audience. that's so awesome. That was Aww. a good that was a good piss. That's a good looking dog. He's, he's a good boy. What do you think he is? No, I don't drag him. Eh, well, I guess I I do that to Elliot too. So who am I to say? Don't get don't get hung up sniffing a pole. Let me see. What else did we do today? What did you do today? Did you say this was your last what? Today was our last day of school. So we had the eighth grade graduation in the morning, and then the rest of the day was kind of just sitting around, watching the clock, mm-hmm. signing lots of yearbooks. Oh, you you, you get a lot of uh, requests to sign yearbooks? Yeah. My <laughs> hand was cramping up by the end of the day. So, uh, uh, brag. Yeah, you're, sorry. You're the cool, you're the cool teacher. I, uh, it's, it takes a lot to get me choked up, but, uh, a lot, a lot of kids, like, you know, you get gifts from your kids at the end of every year. Like you'll, you'll get like, you know, Starbucks gift cards or, you know, a Target gift card or like a Wawa gift card or something. Not mad at that. Every once in a while you'll get like an actual handwritten card saying like, Hey, thanks, whatever. But like I had, this was the most handwritten notes I got from kids this year hmm. like with like actual lengthy like heartfelt thank yous with like deep 
descriptive reasons like why they loved me in my class and interesting yeah definitely chopping onions in my classroom uh, today who the man fuck sorry is cutting onions in here <laughs> um so yeah it was cool like getting to hang out with like probably my favorite groups group of groups plural of kids I've had in a long time. This was like the best batch of kids. Uh, the eighth grade class that left this year were like the best batch mm. I've seen in a really long time. It sucked to lose them, but uh, yeah, it was a good day, man. So eighth graders are what, like 16, 17, something like that? 14. Oh, they're I don't going, know. Yeah, they're maybe, about to start high school. Maybe it's just me then. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I was. You, do the, you did the the master's program at your middle school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got redshirted. I got my MD. <laughs> I think I was 13 in eighth grade. I must have been. Yeah, 13, 14. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I had a student teacher this year too. How'd that go? Uh, it, it can go one way or another. It could go really, really good, or it could totally <laughs> fucking take a shit on your year and. Like, fortunately, it was the former. Which way did it go? Um, yeah. yeah, he did great. Um, it was a male teacher, too, which you never see. There's another doodle. Yo, speaking of people... Boy. Yo, not to sidetrack off the teacher thing yet, but I don't... There's something about people who wear layers in weather like this that it's I like, just don't trust. Yeah, it's like fucking... It's crazy set, humidity out right now. It's 100% humidity because it rained its cock and yeah, balls it's like off a steam today. Bath out there. And it's 73 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. Like, I get it, the sun went away, but and you don't need to be wearing, like, a hoodie over your collared shirt. Nah. Over, like... Even my man with the jacket on over there, I'm like, yeah. what are you doing with the layers, my man? Uh, <laughs> there was a hilarious TikTok last year or the year before. Like, it was like, Philly MFs be like... And it was a kid, it was a shirtless kid, he was like, whew, like wiping sweat off of his brow and the, there was a filter on the screen of like the sizzle from like the heat off right, the road right. and there was just a kid walking down the street with a black hoodie black hood pulled up with a shiesty mask on yeah. and I was like yep that's that's Philadelphia <laughs> dude Philadelphians love layers I mean if you ever want to see the duality of man just teach middle school mm. and you'll see kids in like t-shirts and basketball shorts in the middle of february when it's like 10 degrees out yeah and then on a day like today they're coming in in like hoodies and you know sweatpants and tube socks and slides and like what the fuck are you doing like do your parents even look at you when you walk out the door in the morning i think that people are just raised to put on a top layer when they go outside like you're leaving the house put your coat on like you're going outside, put your top layer on, and I think that must stick with people. And I guess, man. I, but I like, guess. I even even though it's like still kind of like on the tail end of that tricky time of year where it might be a little cool in the morning. It's bring, hot. Bring a fucking jacket. Bring, uh. If you're that cold, bring a jacket that you can take off. Bring like a light windbreaker at best. There was no reason to be wearing a fucking hoodie or a coat or multiple layers today. I'm talking coat. I'm not talking windbreaker yeah, you're, or you're track just, jacket, parka, coat. Like that shit bugs me. You're just on another fucking planet if you're doing that. It's mm -mm. June 12th. Like, I don't want to see a puffer jacket when the temperature is over <laughs> 60 degrees. That shit's weird. But let me, let me get back to your student teacher. Oh, yeah. So... 
I won't bore you with any details. He was just a really good guy. He did a really great job. So um, student teacher, who's he like working for a degree or something? Yeah, he gotcha. graduated this year. Um, College. He, yeah, did his uh, did his student teaching rotation with me. It's different nowadays. It's not like you're not just there for like one full stretch. You're part time in the fall semester and then you're full time in the spring. Mm. So it's weird. Like he, you're broken up. And they, I guess they kind of ease you into it more with the way they do it now. It's not just like one chunk of time that you're there full time from start to finish. On it's not so much baptism by fire like it used to be, like when I was in school. Back in the good old days. Yeah, back when I was in When, like, say you had you needed like a or say you're out one day, would they sub him in? So funny you say that. He's actually on our sub call list because he's a certified sub too mm. so you're not technically supposed to double dip like that but because we're so like hurting for subs still because um, nobody wants to work for the shitty fucking sub pay that everyone offers it's not just our district it's like the sub service that like our district outsources to mm. now um, we don't have like our own bullpen of subs like we used to of like reliable mm. people or like retired teachers even like you have to go through the service but he went through that service um so whenever I was out or whenever like I needed coverage, like he was always there to just basically step up and be the man. Um, which is good because he was actually good at what he did. He was super reliable. But um, he brought in his Nintendo Switch today because it was the last day. My we man. Just, we just hooked it up to my projector and just played the kids in Mario Kart and Super oh, Smash all man. day. So I was signing yearbooks and fucking beating the piss out of kids in Mario Kart oh, for man. the whole afternoon, which was great. I'd I'd um, be, I'd be fucking crying too. <laughs> Damn, you're the Mar you were the Mario Kart teacher. You would be. That's awesome. So all in all, it was a good day. Bittersweet because, like I said, it was it's the best crop of kids we've had in a long time. I was really proud of them. Hate to be all fucking normy and fucking corny about that shit on a comedy podcast, but here we are. I mean, it's what you do. This is also Patreon. True. So fuck. Yeah, it was a good time. Now I got two and a half months to just sit on my ass and do whatever the fuck well you've got that weekend run coming up next month and got the show with bongzilla or maybe that might be that no, might just be priest yeah i'm uh you're thinking of your other co-host yeah or uh we don't have any weekends planned yet we're trying to no god damn it i am thinking of dennis god damn it yeah whatever. sunburster's working on some some touring well, nothing set in stone yet. We're writing our new record. That's what we're focusing on. There you go. Uh, after you guys open that that um, high command show, uh, like obviously, j like everybody knows Jordan and everybody knows you guys. Period. So you should be on. Like I, I don't see why you guys wouldn't be getting offers to open shows or so something around here. So we are. We have one show planned June twenty fifth. Uh, JB Love Drafts in Harrisburg. Uh, it is technically Harrisburg but on not. the map, but it, uh, if you if you map it, it's Mechanicsburg. Okay, that's like the the lo that's the locale, if you will. But the the zip like the the address will take you to Harrisburg. Yes, okay. the city. So um, you been we, there before? No, heard good. Th Jay Dost, uh, his other bands have played there, and he's. Spoken very highly of that venue. I will too. I attended a show there, and they're all free, right? No, it was a regular buy ticket ahead oh. of time show. There's a um, 
So yours is the twenty what? Twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. There's a. Um, I don't think we can do a weekend around that show. I think we tried, but somebody's got a conflict, so we can't do a weekend oh, with that show. But we're looking at you know July, August when everyone's schedules are a little lighter. Mine's is non-existent, so mm-hmm. I'm pretty much following the lead of whoever else wants to plan a weekend or a long weekend or whatever we want to do. There's a great tour coming through that venue, I think, in August or July. I think it is July, actually. It's it's uh, Creeping Death, mm. um, Enforced, who Dennis Dennis's least favorite band of all time, I think, or one of them, and uh, Upon Stone. You ever heard of Upon Stone? No, but I love the name. That band, band name. that band fucks. Okay. Great riffs. The singer is also playing guitar, so people who can do that already blow my mind. But any what's Dennis got again? Got got against Enforced. He hates Thrash and anything crossover. And I don't like. I've never asked him his opinion of Enforced because I like him just fine. I've seen him a couple times now, and every time I'm like, they're very good. I don't know what there is to not like about it, but he's also. I know, I know uh, Dennis doesn't like the fucking party time, excellent thrash, but. They're not that. They're just yeah, hard. Yeah, they're just... They're, like, the opposite of that. They started as, like, like... Like, I don't like goofy fucking party time excellent thrash either. Like, no. that shit's campy as fuck. It's repellent as fuck to me. But, like, dismal thrash is fucking great. Like, why Hell would you... Yeah. Like, what's not to like? Like, and and, and Force is just hard. Yeah. They, when they started, they're, like, hardcore crossover-y. I, I saw them at Kung Fu Necktie... At this random incendiary show a bunch of summers ago might have been summer 15 by now but um i love i thought they were fucking awesome yeah and now they're even they're way better than they were then but but that show will be at love drafts too i went to i went to see 200 stab wounds um fucking oh 200 stab wounds gruesome and obituary. Fuck. It was a great show. Yeah, it was. And uh, of the like remaining death members who are alive, I prefer the um, I prefer gruesome sets because they like uh, they they have a record called um, Savage Land. That's that's my, that's my favorite of theirs. It's just straight up death leprosy yep. worship, and Pretty I'm much. so there for it. We just talked about this um, because Dennis assigned me uh, for homework. I think it comes out this week of this episode. Yeah, I think so. He assigned me uh, Gaft from New Jersey. Yeah, he sent me that, and I started listening to it. Um, obviously, I was still in school when he sent it to me, so like I listened to a couple minutes, and then I had uh-huh. to get back to work because kids were coming into my room. Yeah. But- so, and I never got back to it. So that's like on my list of records to like sit and like actually digest. Well, my full review will obviously be in the ep- in the in the the this week's or the this yeah this week's episode I think. Well, I, whatever. Fucking yeah. The much like Gaft. I find I find gaffed in a good way to be derivative of suffocation, and gruesome is derivative in a way that I want. Yeah. Of death, and it was 
you can wear your influences yeah. on your sleeve all you want if you do it well. I've, and, I've never been opposed to bands that sound like blatant derivatives of something else that's really cool. If it's well done, I accept it fully for 100%. what it is. But the, I think the singer of Gruesome was a guitar player or something. He did something in, in the original lineup of Death, I think. And there might be another member in the band, but... And this is, I don't keep track of any of this stuff. I just I know it's X members of Death, and it's fucking awesome. So that's really all I care about. Mm-hmm. I don't need to vet fucking so, X members of that shit. So that that show is what brought me all the way to Love Drafts, and from my house, you can take forty one all the way west across Pennsylvania and kind of get there. And I'd be happy to go to there again because I like that venue so much. Most importantly, I think you'll like it a lot. Well, if you guys got nothing to do on June 25th, come on down. Let's see. June 25th. I don't give a fuck how boring this is. Yes, I do. That's a lie. It's next week. Next Saturday? Yeah. I don't think so. You know, the venue I want to play is the Pleasure Chest. Oh, I'm trying to... Are they open? On 21st and Walnut Street. Between uh, between 20th and 21st on Walnut Street yeah, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Right next to Evolve Dance and the Psychic Place. Walk-ins welcome. Psychic you know your reading. sex toy shop is legit if you have to walk down a flight of stairs as soon as you walk <laughs> in. Let's see, 2039 Chestnut Street. No, this is Walnut. God damn it. I'm getting my nuts mixed up. That's what I don't get. If the psychic place is twenty forty one and this dance studio is twenty thirty nine, maybe the pleasure. No, chest. it is. Yeah, it is twenty thirty nine. It's the downstairs lot. Ah, yeah. makes sense. So there it's you go. Technically, if you want to get funky, it's twenty thirty nine and a half. There you go. Twenty thirty nine Walnut Street, Philadelphia, PA. Shout out to the pleasure chest. Sponsor yeah. the podcast. Let's see. What else can we talk about to wrap or this show us, up? Send us free dildos and give me a butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but. I'll take one. I gladly accept it. Send us one of those Kong toy-sized butt plugs. (laughs) With the ribs, too. Yeah, I don't want any of that beginner bullshit. (laughs) I like a challenge. What else can we talk about? What's what's coming up? Let me see. I mean, I've had tunnel vision up until today because of work, so I have not, like, looked at any upcoming anything. Well, you're so laser focused, I'm sure, with your lesson plans and whatnot, your I'm curriculums more, and I'm your fucking, meetings. I'm out of here. Man. I'm checked out for two and a half months. There was something I wanted to ask you about teaching. Now I can't remember what it was. God damn it. I just think. Yeah, ask me in September when I care again. Mm, true. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, that's what it is. What do your students call you? Mr. Murrow? Yeah. Mr. Mike? No, it's got to be Mr. Murrow. Mr. Murrow. Gotcha. Not Mr. M? No, just Mr. Murrow. I've gotten a few Mr. M's sometimes, but it's not common. Well, Mr. Murrow does have a flow to it. Yeah. I, like, the first couple years, it definitely felt weird. I remember when I was student teaching, and, like, the first time I heard it regularly, I was like, this is fucking... Jarring? Really, (laughs) like... This is real now, like, because I like that was like twenty four years old when I was doing that. So I was like, "Holy hey. shit!" Like, Mister Murrow is my dad's name. What are you doing? 
Now you are, Dad. These, yeah, these are kids that are only like five years younger than me, and they're mm. calling me like that's that was the weirdest part. I but, guess so. Yeah, being yeah. twenty four years old. God um, damn. I used to think about that. That's a lifetime ago, though. I, I used to think about that a lot, and I still think about that going to shows. Like when I show up to a show, and it's just it's just the way it is. Ninety five percent or ninety percent of people will be kids. Mm-hmm. That you've never seen before And that's just how it is That's how it should Technically it's how it should be I've seen students at shows how, How's that go? You bump into each other like hey what's up? I mean it's not weird for me Like I think it's awesome If, if I see a kid or a former kid like Former is probably cooler Yeah um, You never talk about the show you just saw in class? I have before. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. so cool. <laughs> um, you're going to have Zach and Alex from Morbid Cross on the pod. Were they students of yours? Zach was. That's funny. Yeah. I'm going to ask him. That was ask back him. when I taught high school. I, I teach middle school now. So, if, he's, uh, if, if I can get him in a classic podcast trap where you're speaking into a microphone and you don't realize that it is heard by people... Like so, how was he as a teacher? Oh, great! And see if he'll if he's really honest. But knowing you, you're pro- he's probably like he was fucking great. No, he was he was definitely cool when I had him. I mean, he was young as shit. He was like sixteen, little like mall rat looking kid wearing like Iron Maiden and Megadeth t shirts amidst the sea of kids like listening to fucking reggaeton. So God knows what he was a diamond in the rough. Let's see, is that? Is it Zach or Alex or both? Zach. Yeah, Alex went to Woodstown. Woodstown Piles Grove Regional? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I probably I probably shouldn't say what schools I've taught at, so This is this is a Patreon. <laughs> so all of thirteen well, people. The, the district I, I taught Zach and I don't work at anymore, so Fair enough. I think it was Alex. I ran into Alex. From Morbid Cross at the Delaware Hardcore Show several weeks ago, and he was like, "Like we were just chopping it up, and just came up like, like as if we were already friends. Like this, this kid fucking rules." Yeah, he came to our uh, our Brooklyn Bowl show that we played with uh, High Command, High Command, etc., etc. That's um, it. Yeah, Halo Effect. That was interesting band, but go in, get into that. This is Patreon. Yeah, I keep saying that for a reason. I uh, so they're all members of people who at some point did time in in flames. Oh, I think some were in in flames when they were like full fledged fucking death metal, and some were part of the weirdo new metal experimental stuff that they did. I don't hate the cloud connected record. <sighs> I like it. Well, that's pretty much what the Halo effect sounds like. So it's weird. If you want to check them out, you, I don't. You might, you might have a, a new band that you like. I've got Cloud Connected already. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't need a second fucking version of it. Um, Weirdest drum sound I think I've heard to this day on a metal record is that one. Well, I haven't heard the Halo effect on record. Maybe. So I, I can't speak on how they sound recorded. Hey, maybe it's derivative. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Um, Unearth is still cool to see live. I forgot they were on that show. I forgot they were still an active band. They and are full on active. They uh, yeah, and they've gone full Hessian. 
Ah. There's there's like nothing hardcore or metalcore about them anymore, which isn't yeah. a bad thing. Mm. They've definitely just leaned into the whole like we're a full fledged fucking long hair metal band now, which is fine. You know, keep getting those checks. Yeah, you know what? Because but yeah, they still like shout out like they were shouting out Philly. They were shouting out like oh we played shows here way back when. You guys were fucking crazy. You like. So we're thinking like, all right, they're gonna play fan service. They're gonna play some of the hits. They didn't like they played songs off. Um, what was it? The the oncoming storm. Is that the is that the metal, the, the metal blade one that came after the eulogy record? I'm bad with <laughs> album titles. I'm better with images. Is it the black and gold looking one? Yes, I saw that in a CD store two days ago. So. Yester- they played, yesterday they played deep cuts off the oncoming storm but didn't play endless which i was kind of disappointed because i was looking forward to being a silly goose during that song and <laughs> i didn't get my wish like my school year's ending i can show up with a black guy if right? i want to <laughs> but you know i mean they were great they were super tight all the new songs they played still sound like unearthed like they haven't swerved from their sound all right so, you know, all props to them, but, you know, I was trying to hear some, some nostalgia as well. Mm. I'm not going to be that old guy that, like, yells old song titles at you during your set, but I was, looking forward, to, I was looking forward to one or two of the, the hits. If, ugh, the, heckling is bad enough at it's comedy shows. adorable dog. Sorry to get distracted. I mean, look at it. It's well-groomed. He's just a little guy. I don't know why I thought that man was an old woman. <laughs> I expected a full head of gray, long hair. Because if it was an old woman, I'd say that woman clearly owns that place, wherever her place is in that building. But it's not an old woman. It's just a guy with an old woman's dog. And a retractable leash, so fuck him twice. Maybe he's just caretaker for the old woman that lives there and owns the dog. Could be a son, a relative. Yeah. But also fuck retractable leashes. <laughs> And fuck blue shirts. Well, just that one. He's got some long ass shorts on too. Yo, he's got some. Uh, Those are shants. <laughs> Those are definitely shants. They look like they're they're cut. closer to his ankle than his knees. So those are shants. That's hysterical. Flip flops. God love him. God love an exposed toe. Those are the shorts Allen Iverson wore in the league. <laughs> what were we talking about? Unearth. Unearth. So yeah, Unearth is still sick. I was just disappointed I didn't get to hear like the handful of songs that I remembered from them. Yeah. Um, High Command was definitely the surprise of the night because I never heard them. Everybody I know who was at that show or posted about it said that they were far and away like the. They were the highlight of the night. Yeah, they were the f- the the the. Everyone immediately yeah. forgot about us as soon as they took the stage because they fucking they owned that fucking stage. Uh, I mean, lead singer wielding a giant fucking Conan the Barbarian sword. That's what it was. Yeah, didn't hurt either. I think I think we talked about this on your app. Is that the guy from Iron Age made that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes those for a living. Slash Eternal yeah. Champion. Yeah, he's a blacksmith. Cool ass job. The sword, the sword that he wields when Eternal Champion plays, he made by hand. Pretty interesting to be able to say that, but whatever. Uh, I hope Dennis has stopped listening a long time ago by now. Were you going to shit on him again? Nah, I just think that that shit's cool, no matter if he <laughs> thinks it's not. Because, oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, my God, was it 
it was was it the host Abby something or other from the show who Abby told the joke about the don't know her last name. Sorry, Abby. She told the joke about you're funny, but oh, I don't know your last name. Who who likes big dicks in this room? <laughs> when somebody pulls out a big dick, it's like when someone pulls out a sword. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to hold. It's it's cool to it's cool to wield. Yeah. <laughs> but when someone pulls it out, you're like, whoa, <laughs> what what are you doing with that thing? <laughs> I think I'll just hang it on the wall. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really fucking funny joke. Oh, wow. That fucking flew by. You ready to wrap this sucker up? Ready when you are. All right. I'll take you back to your car and I'm going to hit the intro music.